everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is episode two in a two-part interview with Casey Brown. If you are just stumbling on this and you haven't listened to part one, make sure you head back and listen to part one first. What I want to reinforce, certainly I talk about this in my course because it absolutely is what I've been living the past three years and that is those speed bumps that you'll, and that's such a bumper sticker from Mama Cakes. Um, oh my gosh. I want to get that frame somewhere. Yeah. It's a speed bump, not a brick wall. We totally have to, that's going to be in the show notes for sure. Um, yeah. But when, when you hit those speed bumps and when you hit the crap, you, instead of fearing when the, in fact, I was just interviewed on somebody else's podcast this week and they asked me this very thing. They said, what do you do when the shit hits the fan? Right? Like, and I said, I've learned to not be scared of it anymore because just what you said, when you realize that those, and I'm sorry for swearing, but you guys are used to it for me with the shit storms in your life and in your business that come your way, they're, they're never pleasant. No one's excited to find out that you're going through a divorce, that you've just lost your job, that you have a cancer diagnosis, or that you have whatever kind of diagnosis. Nobody likes those horrible things that happen in life. In my business, I have had so many huge, awful, terrifying things happen, betrayals, lawsuits, and there's a first time for everything. And the first time you experience something, like I'll never forget, like having to hire a law firm. And, and realizing like somebody was threatening to sue me and then I was having to sue them back. And then, you know, this big, horrible thing, it sounds so intimidating. And then, you know what the great thing is when you go through those storms, the next time something even hints at coming your way, your confidence and your fear, your fear is nothing because you're like, Oh, really? Like, let me just use the example of lawsuits, right? That can be something that people, people freak out about. Somebody I was coaching last week, they're like, 
I'm like, oh, you have to call a lawyer. Let me just tell you, let me, let me give you some comfort as to how this works because I've been dealing, you know, and then once they understand the process, they're like, oh, no one's going to come take me in the middle of the night and cart me off to jail and take all of my (laughs) belongings and set my family on fire. It doesn't work that way. So once you've encountered the bad stuff, the next time it comes your way or the next time something similar comes your way, instead of your heart racing and you going into high blood pressure moments, you're like, I've handled worse than this. I've got this. And then you mm-hmm. actually, instead of worrying about ha- taking the phone call or reading the email or opening up a certified letter, you're like, let me see what this is. I'm going to face it because you're fearless. And maybe you might not be fearless after the first time, but you're a little less fearful. So I want to reinforce that you should embrace the bad things that come your way, embrace those speed bumps because they will absolutely transform you into a stronger, better version of yourself. And that's what you need is that experience. Um, I love the other thing that you said that the more you get out there and practice what you're doing as you, as you get more confident in your experience, in your accomplishments, your attitude and the way you carry yourself in whatever your business is, whether it's fitness or food or whatever, that's going to change how you carry yourself and you're going to attract more business. That's, that's a beautiful thing. And, and that absolutely happens. I love watching that. Um, and just the ability for all of us to be able to toot our own horns. I think as women, that's something I teach in my course. And what I hear you, as you were sharing your story, Casey, you just, I, I heard you saying, well, as I went along, I got more clients. I realized what I'd accomplished and you were able to say that when you would go and you would approach a gym or you would approach a brand to work with them, you would go, here's what I bring to the table. And that's one of the big things that women are, I think this might be a good point to close on. So many women are afraid to toot their own horn because they think it's arrogant and it's really not arrogant. It's, there's a fine line between cockiness and confidence. Confidence is wonderful. Cockiness no one likes. But tooting your own horn is going to help you. But people, think about anybody you're going to hire in your life. If you go to a doctor, do you want a non-confident doctor? I mean, those AT&T commercials that are airing right now are perfect. Like you don't want somebody mm-hmm. who's, who's like, well, I'm okay. You know, like you want somebody who's like, you know what? I'm a badass. I'm the best surgeon you can possibly have at your disposal. And that's why my rates are 50% higher than everybody else. Are we ready to go? Like you're going to hire that person because of their confidence. Mm -hmm. So in closing, my question to you, Casey, is did it take you a while to be able to toot your own horn, to be able to say, here's what I've accomplished. Here's what I bring to the table. Did that take a while for you? Yeah. So I think that it still is happening, you know, like I think that's like a constantly evolving thing because it's, you get, you get to a point where it's like, you know, I think for me, it's like, instead of it, like tooting my own horn, I think it's more like you're freaking proud of like what you've done. And Mm -hmm. it's like, here are the facts. Like, here's what I've been able to do. I'm a 30 year old that's owned my own business since I was 22, like right out of college, started doing this. Like, here's what I've done over the last eight to 10 years. Like, this is like, this is what I'm proud of. And that's like when like, and that, that's what happens when you do these kind of interviews or I, I present in front of people. It's like, I don't often think about everything I've been able to do on my own. And, and then all of a sudden you start talking about it and you're like, what the hell? Like, wow. Like, yeah. Like give myself a high five. Like that was freaking awesome. Like if you would have told the girl at 10 years old who like struggled to even go to school because of my anxiety that I'd be 
in schools now teaching children or, you know, teaching group fitness classes or training people or doing what I'm doing, owning my own business. Like I, you might, nobody would have believed you because I struggled so hard in the beginning of my life. And so now it's like to, to come full circle and, and be like, I am so proud of like what I've been able to do and what I've been able to accomplish. Like that's when you show up to that meeting and it's got, it's more than just like, here's my numbers. It's like, here's my story. Here's, here's what I've done. Here's where I came from. Here's what I'm proud of. And I've got people to back me up and prove it because I've done no wrong to them. I've, I've shown up for them. I'm their biggest supporter. It's what I do. It's, this is, this is my passion, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. that that is the biggest thing. And there's always going to be that voice in your head that is, and even if you've never struggled with anxiety or things like that, but especially for someone that has, like, there's always that little voice, that anxiety voice, you know, and it's like, you're not doing enough. You're not good enough. You're charging too much. They're going to think this about you. And, and then you like, look from sometimes you just need that outside perspective of somebody kind of coming to you and being like, um, excuse me, like you've helped change my life. Like, where do you even like, why do you even have doubt? You know, and but you don't think of it like that. You know, it's like, you're not seeing what like you're putting out to the world. You don't always see that. So when people remind you of that, or you look back and you talk about certain clients or people or things that you've done, I'm like, wow, like I'm pretty freaking proud of myself. Like you should want me in your gym because I'm going to be able to bring this to you. And now we can create our own journey together. And that's kind of like, where that confidence in that comes from, because that's, that's where it roots. And like I said, that voice is going to be there, but the more that you just show up for things that are uncomfortable and then you do them and then you look back and you're like, Oh my gosh, look what I was able to accomplish. Like I'm still proud. And then that confidence just builds and, and it's not cocky because it's the facts. It's like, here's my numbers. Here's my story. Boom. Here's my confidence. And I think that that totally um, comes off as energy and it just keeps going from there. So I think that's where it comes from. Totally. I wish I could hug you right now. I'm like, I know (laughs) I'm so, I'm so impressed. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud for you. And I, I really, you know, I, I have to reinforce what she said because I can see really, I can almost paint a picture of me before and after like people think of of kelly alexa that that have known me for a long time and they think like casey probably when you met me you probably thought i was so confident and and self-assured and i founded this company and a lot of people that that knew oh, me yeah. back then they're like oh my god you know she must have been such a badass and the truth is like there was a certain level of confidence they had i was in corporate sales all my life i kicked ass for every job i had but the truth is I was not a closer. I was not confident. I, I was good at the beginning part of selling, but I was terrified to ask for the deal. I was terrified and I was insecure. I'm still dealing with insecure issues. But I do remember to what you just said, we're talking about tooting your own horn. And by the way, uh, just for what it's worth, Casey, my, my appointment just said that she could call me in like 20 minutes. We've got a few more minutes. To talk Perfect. It's going to be an amazing power, power patch, power cakes episode. Yeah. So, let's go. Um, and, and if you have to go, you just let me know. Nope. We're good. My cool. dog actually fell asleep. So I have her monkey. I have her monkey on the table and she's sleeping. <laughs> I was so like, glad. yes. So, <laughs> so when, when you said, um, you know, we're talking about tooting your own horn and, and the big difference it makes because you can hear, I mean, anybody who's listening to the show, you can hear the genuine confidence 
in Casey's voice and, and that shines through and it doesn't come through as like, she's an arrogant douche tard, you know? I mean, she sounds <laughs> like somebody you want to hire. Like you're like, who is this woman? I want to be around that energy. I want to be around that. So what I can tell you is just what she said. So many of us women, it's not natural for us to toot our own horn and, and t- tell people our accomplishments. And for me, I distinctly remember when my after, like the new Kelly started to emerge, was when I was interviewed on someone else's podcast. Eleanor Beaton interviewed me on her podcast a couple of years ago. And when she put the show out and she had in the show notes, or maybe it was a spiff that was going out, you know, on social media, and she was describing me and I read it and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, for the first time in running a profitable seven-figure business, because that's how she's described me. She's like, Kelly Alexa quit corporate America with no money, no business plan, no idea what she was doing, and founded a profitable seven-figure business that was the first ever of its kind fitness influencer network in the country, and worked with some of the biggest brands doing groundbreaking social media campaigns, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, who's she talking about? Mm-hmm. And that was the first time. And after that was when I started talking about myself differently. And it changed how I, when I was still running that company, I used to go to brands and we work with some of the biggest, I mean, Casey was on most of our campaigns. We work with some of the biggest brands in the country, but I always viewed myself as I'm Kelly Alexa. I'm not known. I'm not Under Armour. I'm not Reebok. I'm not GNC. I'm not Vitamin Shop. I'm just a startup. And so I viewed myself a certain way and I always viewed myself as having, they had the big hand, they had the upper hand, they could tell me what to do. And, and to some degree, yeah, I was, you know, they were hiring me, but the game changed when I would go into negotiations with clients and go, here's what I bring to the table. Just like Casey, when I would say, you know what, I've done 700 marketing campaigns. Here's my reach on social media. We, we collectively hit 350 million people a month. I've got 10,000 influencers. These are the brands I've worked with. These are the results I've created. Do you want me to help you or not? That was a completely different conversation than before when I'm like, oh, wow, you have $600 for the year to work with. Let me see how I can help you. That was one of the things we were talking about before the show. But when you start understanding what you've accomplished and sharing that with people, like Casey said, that's facts. What you've done and what you've accomplished and even your failures, your failures are learning situations. And when you share that, you're helping other people. So don't be afraid to share your failures because guess what? Everyone's had them. Everyone Mm -hmm. has had a business failure before they had a business success. So I love what you said. And now that we're getting closer to our like third time saying, oh, we're going to close on this statement. (laughs) One of the, we've talked so much about confidence and you know, I I think that is such a key. So many people who are going to start a business are doing something that's never been done before. Whether it's, you know, the first kind of a blog that's doing this or the first kind of a fitness program that's doing this or whatever. Everybody's going to be venturing where maybe other people haven't ventured doing it in their own way, right? And so confidence can be the game changer for everything. And sometimes you have to cultivate your own confidence. My question to you is, I, as I heard you talking, what was striking to me is you had moments where you said, those voices are going to come in your head. This gym is going to think this of me. This person's going to think this of me. Um, this brand is going to think, oh, she only has you know this numbers or, or, or whatever as far as her social reach. I personally think that the more back to what you said earlier in the show, if you surrounded yourself with people who are entrepreneurial, who are positive thinkers, who are 
there to, you know, have your back. They have high goals too. Those are the people, if you're not going at it alone and you have a tribe of people around you who they've been through some speed bumps and everybody's going to be at a different phase. I think it's so key to have that community because that's when, when your confidence is low, that's when you go to your community. That's when you go to your squad. That's when you go to your tribe, whatever you call it. Those are the people that are going to go, you know what, Casey, here's the deal. You've done this. You've done this. You've done this. Here's what you should do. You know, you bounce those ideas off of other people, but going at it alone, I think can make confidence harder. Do you agree? hundred percent. And I think it's just really important in general that so I feel like I have a story for everything, but this is like true life, <laughs> true life stuff. But, um, it's really easy to, like you said, doubt creeps in, um, what others think of you, you think, right. Like what they think of you and things like that. And more recently, like whenever it was warm out, cause I was sitting outside now, you know, in the new England area, it's not so warm anymore, but a couple <laughs> months ago, this is a story. So a couple months ago, I, uh, being a trainer, uh, so my full time, you know, quote unquote, full time. Um, my main job is an in-person trainer. That is what I do. Like I, I do an online co- a training if people want it, if they reach out to me, it's not something that I heavily promote because a lot of my attention goes to my full-time clients, my in-person clients. Um, and I think that can also cause a lot of doubt for me because sometimes when it comes to like social media and things like that, I don't, you know, it's like, it's not my full-time thing to be doing social media and things like that. So when I see people posting this awesome content as trainers and things like that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, Casey, like you haven't posted in two weeks. Like no one's going to want to follow you anymore. Like it's really easy for that to creep in. And then I think like, no, like people are following me because they know my story. They know who I am and Mm -hmm. that shouldn't change that anyway. So it's really easy to think like, Oh, I'm going to own my own business and I'm going to be able to do all this stuff. And sometimes like my energy has to go somewhere heavier than other places. And so mm-hmm. for me, like, like, you know, I write out every single one of my clients programs. That's how I like to function. I write things down, every single client group athlete that I'm training class, whatever, everything's written down. I'm a writer downer. It's what I do. So I take time every week to sit and write on my programs and what I'm going to do to my in-person clients. And then the other time I can allot to blogging, social media, things like that. And sometimes that takes a back burner. So I think that it's really important for people to understand that you're not like, not that you're not going to be able to do it all because you can, but it's that you need to be able to be okay with your, like, I like to use the word harmony sometimes like the harmony instead of the balance, because like that harmony of things working together and how they, and how you cultivate from that. So it's really easy to look and and compare yourself to other people online. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, look what they're doing. Or I'm not a good entrepreneur because I haven't posted in two weeks. Well, I'm showing up for my clients in person and that's Mm -hmm. my number one priority right now. And then I can work on other things. So I think that it's always going to look different. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. like, there are times where I don't blog for months and then there's times where I get struck with inspiration and I'm like, Oh my God. And then I can't stop writing. And I think that I'm easier on myself than I used to be. Like I used to be really hard on myself. Like you need to do this X, Y, Z. No one's going to want to work with you anymore. If you're not posting X, Y, Z, no, people are going to work with you because of you. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't, the right, the right things are going to line up because of you. And if you have more time to put into blogging and social media, then those things start to pick up. Like when I can put more time into it, I might get more campaigns or I might do more with other brands because I'm picking up that speed there. But sometimes it's a, it's not like that. So I think mm-hmm. that it's important to understand that it's always going to look 
different. Like each season of being an entrepreneur is going to look different. So back to my initial story is that I was sitting outside because being a trainer, if anyone out there is a personal trainer, in-person trainer like myself, you know that you have like a weird schedule, right? Like I wake up sometimes like every day I'm, every day I start at a completely different time. So there is no like same thing every day for me. My personal schedule is very different. So some mornings I start really early. Some mornings I start later in the day. I work. So you'll normally work that morning chunk of time. And then you normally have this break in the afternoon around like 12 to 2 when not many people are training. Um, and then you start again at night and I'll work until 8 o'clock at night. I mean, that's just my personal schedule. So it was really nice out. And when it's nice, I try to get the vitamin D and I'm sitting on our back patio during my afternoon break and I'm, and I'm sitting in the sun and I'm writing my program. So I'm working, you know, and that also Mm -hmm. goes into like what you charge for the hour. Like all that time you put in to prep and be like, to show up for people like that also goes into the value of what you're bringing your clients. Not that you have to write everything down, but the value that you're researching on, on downtime, you're trying to like bring new things or, you know, just that you take the time to want to, to want to be better. That also goes into what you're charging and what your price is, because you're like, I'm not just showing up and being like, all right, let's try this today. Like I'm taking into account what each person might need or things we can try. I'm researching. I'm, I'm going to people on social media that put out amazing content and I'm learning. And that's, that's something that's really important. So I'm sitting there, right. And I'm, and I'm writing and I'm working and I'm in the sun and we, we live uh, by a coworker of my husband's. And so he goes driving back, but behind us, behind our patio. And he's like, puts his window down. He's like, Hey, and it was like one in the afternoon. And I know that he's in an office all day, you know? So I go, I, I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Hey, I'm like, uh, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just like writing up programs. I'm like, you know, I, I can sit here now because I have like a weird schedule. Like I was almost like giving excuses for why I was enjoying sitting in the sun, like just mm. sitting in the sun. Like I felt like I needed to explain myself because I knew that he just came from an office setting and I'm like, oh, I probably look lazy because I'm just like sitting out here at one o'clock on a, on a Tuesday. Like, am I like, he's going to think so I don't true. work, right? And so he says to me, I'm telling you, these people around me have some amazing quotes and, and he, he's just an amazing person, but I go, yeah, you know, I have a weird schedule, a typical Casey, like digging myself into a hole, talking more than I should. And, and all of a sudden he's like, your schedule is yours. And then he literally is like, puts up the window, <laughs> like mic drop. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I was like, yes. Like my, like, don't, like, he was like, no need to explain yourself. Your schedule is yours. And I was like, that's so like, that hit me so deep. And I was just like, why was I trying to explain myself that I'm sitting out here? I have the freedom because I chose this job and I work at weird hours and I'm, I'm, I'm gone till eight o'clock every night, but I, I'm allowed to sit here for an hour and be in the sun and write my programs. And that's my freaking schedule that I've worked really hard for. And that is, it was like such a moment for me. Like I was like these, these quotes pop up in my life and I, and that's going to be a blog post. I've been working on that for a while about like your schedule is yours because mm-hmm. I was like, you don't realize, like I saw him later on and I said, you don't realize like what, what that did for me. Like I needed to hear that because mm-hmm. here I was explaining myself and I've worked freaking hard to be able to sit at one o'clock in the sun <laughs> and kind of be able to still be working though, you know, and, and, yeah. and prep for that night. And 
he didn't know what I was doing. He didn't, he probably, he might've assumed when he pulled back, Hey, look at her working out there in the sun. Like good for her. Like I didn't know what his thought process was. So I instantly went to, Oh, I need to explain myself because I might look lazy or I might look like, Oh, she's just sitting out here in the sun while her husband's, you know, in his office job all day. And it's like, that was such a big learning, like learning quote for me. It was like, yeah, Casey, like your schedule's yours. Like why explain it to other people? Like, this is what you do, you know? And so anyway, that was something that when you asked that just came to mind because it's like, it's really easy to doubt yourself and worry what other people think in that moment. I thought he was thinking something completely different than what he was Mm -hmm. actually thinking, you know? And you nailed it on the head right there. And I'm dying because this is such, it's, it's not what, when I started, when I, when I first made that course, it, it was because I'd gone through the tough three years and the tough three years of my, my, my life with business and personal and all this stuff that changed who I was. And, and it changed me forever for the better. And I wanted to show other women, like, I don't want you guys to be holding yourself back. Like I was doing some of these people pleaser things, these worrying about what other people think things. And what's really become very clear to me, even recently what, with some women I'm coaching um, with just things that I observe online or conversations that I have starter conversations, people that are thinking of joining my program or becoming coached by me. And these things keep coming up where it's essentially the, it's, it's very clear how much women worry about what people think. And furthermore, to take it a step further, how much we, we jump to conclusions. I sound like office face. We jump to conclusions <laughs> about what other people like, like just what you said, you're out there and you're, you see this other guy looking at you and you're automatically thinking in his head, he's got to be having judgment. He's thinking bad things about me. We, we don't automatically as women have somebody look at us. Like the truth is, this is how weird my insecurity works. If I'm in the gym and someone looks at me, I'm automatically like, oh my God, he's looking at my thighs. He thinks how bad I look. I mean, I, I should go. I should suck in. I sh- I'm thinking about all the things. I never once am thinking he might, he or she might think I'm, I look great. And I remember one time my trainer came up to me in, at Gold's Gym in Austin. He's like, that woman was just asking me about you. I'm like, oh, does she think I'm too fat to be wearing this outfit? And he's like, no. She said, how can I get that body? And I'm like, hmm. what? Like I'm 20 pounds overweight, blah, blah, blah. And I go into all the reasons why that couldn't be true. Instead of just accepting it, this is the fundamental like premise of why we women need to work on how we see ourselves, on how we choose to cultivate confidence in our life. I mean, I'm just, I'm beginning to see like, this is so powerful because hearing you talk, Casey, I'm just, I'm so wowed by you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud for you. I'm, I'm, I'm in so impressed with you. And, Thank you. and you're the type of woman that I want to have on this show and, and I, and hearing other women, how they've gone from it's the coolest thing to interview women in this series and hear how they started. And mm-hmm. they were so shy. They were so insecure. They were so not loving their life and, and to hear how they're like confident, loving their life, living life on their own terms. They're, they're helping other people. They, they love how their life is making an impact. That's what I want. I, I don't care what it is that you ladies who are listening to the show choose to do. I want you to find something that you love and be able to have this self-awareness, self-confidence and be becoming, I want you to be becoming a better version of yourself every single week, every single month. Because I can tell you what, I've known Casey for now, what, 10 years. Mm -hmm. The woman that I'm talking to now is 
remarkably different, more stronger, more empowered, more assertive, more sure of herself, more self-aware than the woman that I met who was competing on stage in figure competitions 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, you have a successful business. Uh, you've, you've dropped so many truth bombs, wonderful words of wisdom. This was a great show. I'm so glad we ended up being able to go two hours. Thank you to Helena that I'm about to call um, for, for, <laughs> for giving us a little bit more time. And um, I'm going to drop your name too, because I'm sure she'll remember you. But anyway, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Um, I have like 17 other things I wanted to ask you, but we're going to have to have you back on the show because- totally. I took my pink highlighter and I'm like, this is another show. This is another show. This is another show. So Mm -hmm. we'll arrange that. But for right now, and I'll put this in the show notes, Casey, tell people where they can find you online. Yeah. So you can find me now. I've I've upgraded from Blogspot to an actual (laughs) website. So that happened a while ago. Um, Shout out to my friend Duncan from high school who has literally helped me for the last 10 years with my website. Um, So that's powercakes.net. That's where I am. All my blog posts since, oh my gosh, like 2012 have been there. Um, And then on social media, I'm powercakes everywhere. So like I said, growing up, my mom used to make our pancakes, call them power cakes a long time ago. That's a whole nother story too. I tried to create a product and anyway, long story short, every setback kicks you forward and it's all good. So we, um, but yes, you can find me there. That is, that is where I am on everything. Power cakes on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook and my website, powercakes.net. If anyone wants to email me too, it's Casey with a K K A S E Y at powercakes.net. So happy to help and chat and hang out. You are so awesome. Thank you so much, honey, for giving us an hour of your time. This was fan-freaking-tastic. And I will let you know when the show is live. For everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning into this business series. I hope you are leaving inspired and fired up and ready to start making some steps in new directions in your life. That's why I'm doing this. Um, Feel free, if you want to reach out to me, you can do that one of two ways. You can either email Angie at kellyalexa.com or just go to kellyalexa.com, fill out the contact me form. You can use those methods of contact if you want to inquire about advertising on the show, if you want to nominate somebody that I interview for the show, either for the business series or for fitness, health, wellness, medicine, anti-aging, beauty, all the beautiful things that I'm covering on the show. Um, And certainly if you have specific questions um, that you want us to cover in this series or in the other series, you know the types of topics that I'm covering on this show and that I'm passionate about. So just don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you again, Casey, so much for being on the show. For everybody listening, I will see you guys next time on The Kelly O Show. Hey, everybody. This marks the end of part two of this two-part interview with Casey Brown. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I was just so revved up after recording this interview. Make sure you connect with her, follow her, stalk her online. She shares amazing information. She's just so knowledgeable and she really cares about helping people get fit and you will be inspired by the content she puts out. I know certainly check her out as well. If you're looking to work with her in person or online as a trainer, she's amazing. And if you guys are tuning in, this is your first uh, episode that you're listening to in the business series. Like I said at the beginning, make sure you go back and listen to the episodes in the business series that we've already pushed live. We have a whole ton of these going live in the future. And again, this is, it's my goal with this business series to pull back the curtain and let all of you ladies hear from real women of all ages, of all experiences, 
some with college education, some without, some with corporate American experience, some without, some that are doing a side hustle, some that are doing entrepreneur life full time, um, some that have started their own businesses, some who are being successful as a blogger or an influencer, some who are successful in network marketing, all kinds of women. And some of them have a combination, which I would advise, of many of those. Um, I definitely will be also weaving this into our Financially Fit series how we should be focusing on diversifying our income and focusing on multiple streams of income. I want you all to understand how important it is to achieve wealth and financial independence in your life. And wealth can be defined by you. It doesn't have to be a specific number, but I just want women to understand that being financially strong and empowered and independent is a wonderful thing to aspire to. And that's what the Financially Fit series and the business series is about, inspiring you to get out of potentially a situation that's draining you, that's that's impacting your health, that isn't taking you anywhere, that makes you second guess and wonder like, where am I going to be with this job? 10 years from now, you know, what if I end up getting injured and I can't work for six months? What happens to me with this job then? Those are the types of things where when you're working for yourself, not only do you have flexibility of time, you own your time, you can work as you wish. It's not that you don't work, you can work as you wish, how you wish, when you wish, and you can take time off when you wish. And when you've done it smartly, um, and you do need to take time off for some challenging life events, you're still financially strong. And that's what I want for all of you. So I hope you're enjoying this business series. If you have anyone that you look up to, that you follow, that you think would be an outstanding uh, contribution and interview for this show, please head on over to kellyalexa.com. Use that contact me form and let me know. Nominate somebody that I can interview on this business series, on the Financially Fit series, or on any of the other types of fitness, health, and wellness interviews we do on the show. You can also use that same method of contact if you'd like to inquire about future uh, podcast sponsorship opportunities or about working with me and my team at Socially Fit Services. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have no idea how much all of you mean to me. If this show and others are meaningful for you, I hope you share them with your friends. I hope you're subscribed. And if you haven't done so, if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes, you know that helps this show get moved up and seen and heard by more people who can benefit from the information. So I'm going to shut up now and let you guys go. Have a great rest of the day. We'll see you next time on The Kelly O Show.